I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today... We are diving into some truth here as we speak about how to win back love by gaining more self-awareness and self-love. So today's topic is all about how we can begin to raise our standards in our relationships so that we can live more fulfilled lives in those relationships. But before I dive into today's episode, welcome all of those that are joining me on let's see, Instagram Live, TikTok Live, and Facebook Live. So grateful that you're here with me today. This is something new that I want to start doing and implementing into the podcast show where I go live on some of my social media platforms as we talk about different topics such as how do you can you begin to raise the standards so that you can win back you and create happiness. And I have spent so much time in these past probably three months thinking about this new transition that we're about to go through here at the Happy Heart Academy. Um, there's a lot of been, there's been a lot of thought, there's been a lot of conversation with some mentors and coaches and with God, with my wife about the transition. You know, my main focus lately has been how to help people get through their heartbreak, separation, divorce. That's what my coaching has been about for the past three years. And it's been wonderful. It's been absolutely fun to be able to help people get through that difficult time in their life. And, uh, It's been fulfilling and rewarding, but it's been very challenging on me uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, And it's it's, so I'm I'm ready to direct my attention towards something that I believe is more in alignment to this stage of my life, as well as what I believe that a lot of people are seeking uh, outside of the Happy Heart Academy, which is, you know, this new stage within the Happy Heart Academy. If you're new here, well, welcome. If you've been here for a while, I kind of want to give you an update on on life, and it, th- this update is is just a matter of the transition, the new mission, the the goal behind the Happy Heart Academy podcast, and ultimately, I want to be able to help you understand these three things. I want to help you understand how to rekindle love within yourself and then within your relationship. Number two, I want to help you to become a better leader as an individual for not only yourself, but also for your family, those that are in your home with you. And then lastly, I want to really help you to understand how to create a happier home so that you can create more fulfilled lives. And that's what I'm excited about and to talk about more inside the Happy Heart Academy. But today I want to talk about the importance of like really the mission where we're headed as well as giving you some ideas on how you can begin to raise the standards so that you stop attracting duds into your life, whether that's, you know, crappy women or crappy men, both the same. How do you begin to raise your standards so you can attract the person and understanding that they're the right person to invest into? We're going to be talking about three different big ideas here. So stick with me to the end to get those ideas as well as 
a little bit in regards to where we're going. But before we dive into the episode, I want to talk about, listen, if you're still struggling to move on and to create happiness after heartbreak, like if you want to get to a better version of yourself or you're trying to just, you know, raise the standard for you, like you're tired of feeling like crap, you're tired of, you know, struggling in life, you're tired of battling those internal demons. The first step to any type of overcoming, you have to learn how to let go of the past. You've got to learn how to let go of the pain that's trapped in your mind and body. And if you're unsure how to do that, there's a free training in my bio where, or in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this at, where you're going to get access to my free 30-minute training that's going to teach you how you can begin to let go and process the emotional past so that you can actually free yourself to rebuild a better relationship with yourself and finally move on toward a hope-filled future, something that excites you. So that can be found in the link in the show notes or in the bio, depending on where you're watching this or listening to this. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your coach and host where we're talking about how you can begin to not only win better love in your life, but also raise your standards. You know, Lately, I've been on this deep dive where... I've been trying to figure out where I need to go in life, what I really need to focus in on within transitioning within the Happy Heart Academy. You know, like I just spoke about, the Happy Heart Academy has been helping you to create happiness after heartbreak, which is super important. We all need a little bit of help every now and again. But really what I want to help you to understand is I want to begin to start to transition over into doing what I've been doing in the background that most people don't know about, which is helping men to become better leaders and better lovers so that we can help our women once again, feel more empowered, but it takes a powerful individual to lead. I, and regardless of your background or your belief or your, your sex or gender, this standardized understanding of leadership is where we're going to pull from today because we need to become better leaders within ourselves so that we can lead ourselves out of the tough relationships that we know that are no longer good for us so that we can create happiness in our lives. You know, I believe that the secret to our happiness is creating beautiful and loving relationships with ourselves and others. If you want to create a happier life, you need to understand and develop some foundational principles to your relationships with yourself and others. There's no other way. You know, there was an 85-year study uh, on a Harvard study, actually, um, done for the past like 85 plus years now. And the study was about what equates to a person's happiness. Well, I found that fascinating. And then they, after reading this long article, I, I came to note that they said at the end of everyone's basically life, they say that the quality of their life directly reflects the type of relationships that they had built with themselves and others. So if you want to have happiness, you need to learn how to build relationships. And most people don't have standards. Most people don't know, don't have someone to look up to. I myself didn't have, you know, parents to look up to. Um, I didn't have someone to trust someone to be like, oh, that's how a good relationship should look like. Nobody talks about that. At least in my world, nobody talked about that. Like, what's it mean to be a good man for my wife? What's it mean to be a good, you know, wife for, you know, uh, someone? Or how do, you, how do you be a good partner? Like, we, we, we sometimes forget, like, how, do, how can we become a good partner? And at least I have. And I've never had the standard. I've never had the example. I've never had someone in my life to help me actually be a better version of myself that I need to be for my wife today. And so lately, I just really want to help you understand, like, how can we become better leaders and lovers within our home so that we can create happier homes so that we can push through difficult times. And we can also help individuals raise their standards because a lot of the reasons why a lot of heartbreaks happen in life is because we are not raising our standards. We're just accepting what is, and we're coming from a hurt place. We're stepping into relationships from a hurt heart rather than a healed heart. And when we act from a place of hurt rather than a place of healed, 
what happens is we choose bad partners. We, we attract what we are, not what we want. And this is where most relationships fail. When we attract what we are, meaning we're heartbroken and hurt, we'll attract another heartbroken and hurt person that has a good mask over their hurt and their pain, just like we do when we enter that relationship, thinking that that relationship's going to bring us happiness, right? We go into that relationship trying to escape our reality. We, we go into that relationship trying to escape the current pain and loneliness and, and hurt and uncomfortability that we're experiencing in our own lives and expecting them to do our healing. That's not how this works. We need to begin to lead from the front. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you believe in. You need to become a better leader in order to lead yourself to victory. You need to become a better leader in order to lead yourself into a happier relationship. There's a time and place for good quality leadership in, in yourself and within your home if you want a successful relationship with others. And today, I want to talk really about raising your standard and how you know it's a positive step toward personal growth and finding a fulfilling relationship in your life. You know, a standard refers to a set of qualities, values, and behaviors that you expect from yourself and from others. And as a life and relationship coach, I believe that you're going to be able to raise your standards once you understand what a standard is, raise your values, raise your truth so that you can attract a better quality individual in your life. But before we dive into that, I want to talk about this idea here. I think this idea is really important. And this idea is like, what does it mean? Like when, when we start talking about how to become a better individual, like if you're, if you're ready to step into the dating space, if you're ready to step into, you know, a happier relationship, but you're not sure how, the first step to really seeking out a partner is understanding what you want out of a partner. And I don't think enough people have clarity on this. I don't think enough people think about who they want and what they want. And then if they do think about it and they, they've, they've thought it through and they have it written down somewhere and stashed somewhere, they forget this vital step in order to attract them into your, their life. They stop remembering. They stop remembering that they need to become that person they want to attract. And that's where the holdup is. So we see a good, good looking person and that person just through their looks, we were attracted to them and then they put on a front that's obviously not who they truly are. No one's truly, you know, authentic when you first meet them. They're more, uh, they're just more fun. They're more interesting. They're more lively. They're more loving. They're more caring. They're more intentional. And so once we get through that stage, we end up with a broken person like we all have done. And that's why breakups happen all the time is because most people get into relationships with a broken heart and they expect that person to not be broken, to be perfect, right? And most of the time, realistically, they're not and they're broken and hurt people hurt people. So how do we fix this? How do we begin to raise our standards? Well, I want to talk about the character traits I think good people have. I want to talk about the standards that good people should have as well. So you, I just want to give you some framework, some ideas, some like some, something to think about, because I don't even think that people have examples in their life or in their relationships, right? And I think this is what's going to be important about this. So we're going to talk about some character traits that I think you need to be looking for in a partner. We need to talk about some standards that you need to be looking for in a partner. I need you to understand some values that they probably live by if you're looking for a good partner. Then I need you to understand the truths that they live by as well. So these these four pillars which are, once again, their character traits, their standards, their values, and their truths that they live by. They're, they're not all going to be in alignment, but they should have something within them that, that you can actually look at and be like, yes, I like that, I like that, I like that, I like that, I like that. So it might make sense to be in a partnership with them. So the first thing is, is really the character traits that I think good people in their life, no matter their background, no matter what they identify as, no matter what they... There, there's these core 
character traits that I believe that are going to be super important for the longevity of your relationship so that you don't have to continue to get in dud, you know, relationships that they're unsure. So the first character trait here is honesty, integrity. A person who is honest and trustworthy and has a strong moral principle is essential for building a healthy and reliable relationship. You need to find someone who is, has honesty and has integrity. Their character needs to show up as they are who they say they are. If they say that they're going to be there at eight o'clock, they have to be there at eight o'clock. No, no eight oh five, no, no seven fifty five. Like they're going to be there when they say they're going. I know that's a simple one, but realistically, how many times do we just continue to give people grace and to forgive them and to realize that who they say they are is not how they're showing up as? So, for example. I use this all the time with my coaching clients. I oftentimes talk to my coaching clients about how my wife, like I want to be one of the character traits that I want to hold as inside my home when I walk in my home is I want to be a loving husband toward my wife. Now I can say that I'm a loving husband, but what are the actionable things that actually prove to her that I'm a loving husband? One of those actionable things that I oftentimes do is when I get into my door, there's there's two things that I got to make sure that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing as soon as I walk in the door. Number one, I'm not on my phone. And number two, I make sure that I greet her with a hug and a kiss every single time with love and grace in my heart for her. Like showing up as that individual, showing up with that person and showing them that you do love them with the action is going to go a long way. So making sure that they're just being honest and they live with integrity. They are who they say they are and they're showing up as that. For example, if they say that, I know this is something simple, but if they say that they're healthy, but they're doing everything opposite of being healthy, meaning mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, then you should be questioning that. You know, And I think another character trait that everybody needs, I, I think great partners need to have is empathy and compassion. And I think this is what a lot of women, at least that I coach, want. They want their man to understand what the hell it is that they're going through. Most women don't think that men understand what they're going through or they don't see it their way. So like men, maybe I'm talking to you because I believe women have more of the skill set. But ultimately, like when I coach my individuals, whether it's, you know, a man or a woman for the in this specific instance, most of the time women are pretty good being, you know, have empathy and compassion towards someone. But men are, are stubborn. Right. So like ultimately what this means is someone who is empathetic and compassionate will understand and support your emotional needs. They will understand. They'll want to understand. Even if they don't understand, they're going to be curious about understanding what it is and how it is that you're currently feeling. So you need to have honesty. You need to have integrity. There needs to be some empathy. There needs to be some compassion. And there needs to be some strong communication skills. This is why most relationships fail is because the lack of communication and transparency. Time and time again, when I sit with my coaching clients, a lot of them have a hard time opening up to their uh, individual, right? So when you have a hard time opening up to the person that you love, there's going to be this uh, lack of communication. For example, uh, you know, the, the, unfortunately, the, some of the individuals that I've coached in the past, um, you know, have gotten through, have went through divorces simply because their sexual needs were not fulfilled. Well, the problem is, is when, when I go through, you know, them sitting, sitting with them and sitting down with them, ultimately what is going on is that individual that I'm coaching is opening up to me, like they should be opening up to their wife or their significant other but they're not. I'm like, have you ever told them that? Have you ever shared this much transparency and realness with them? And they always usually say no, because I'm fearful that they're going to take it the wrong way. Well, once again, this is a problem. 
We're not having the, like your partner is the person that you need to be so transparently, um, transparent with, so honest with, so, um, you know, have compassion for. So when you, when you're trying to look for somebody in your life, you need to make sure that they express some strong communication skills, because if they continue to uh, run away from tough conversations, they're not going to be a good leader for you in your home. They're not going to lead you to victory when times get tough. They're not going to be a good leader when they, uh, you know, when, when, when things get hard. So expressing some sort of communication skills. So if you're not, if you're not really mashing together at the moment in time that you guys meet, like the texts are boring, the calls are kind of like lame. They don't really go into deep levels. Like, listen, just toss it. I would absolutely toss it. There's more fish in the sea, my friends. So the, the, the fourth big idea here is you've, they, the, the, a good relational partner needs to have some emotional intelligence. And this is what I think a lot of people lack. And I can give some of it to our school systems that don't teach emotional intelligence, don't teach a man how to handle a hurt heart or hate or anger. They don't teach women how to deal with, um, you know, their own emotions and every, everyone acts out of emotion. And, and anytime you act from emotion, it's usually going to you be used against you and it's not going to be in a good place. So emotional intelligence is going to be vital for your future partner in understanding and managing emotions and leading to a healthier interaction with your partner. And, and another thing is being respectful. I know that these things are like simple, but like simplicity, just because it's common sense doesn't mean it's always common practice. You know that you should be honest with your partner. You know you should be looking for someone with integrity. You know you should be looking for someone with who's empathetic and has compassion, who can communicate and have some emotional intelligence, understanding how to lead themselves uh, to victory and not allowing themselves to get um, so emotional that their emotions cause them to be a different person than who you know that they truly are within. You know, so emotional intelligence, just basically having some simple emotional intelligence so that when they're feeling something, they know what they're feeling and they can express it without getting so amped up about it. Or when you make them feel a certain way, they shouldn't be so emotionally charged by it that it can completely derail into a hurtful argument. Like this is not being a good leader in your relationship. This is not being a good relate a leader in your life. And you need to have some emotional intelligence. And, you know, another big idea here is just having a respectful attitude. Now, here's what I've learned is that, and this is, this is, this is through all of human nature is people want to feel respected and loved. A partner who is respected and loved also respects your boundaries, your opinions, your autonomy, and just who you are as an individual. So it's going to be important for you to see that they are respectful and that they are loving. So these are some character traits that I have went through with clients time and time again. I've, I've identified what it is that they truly want by the end of the 12-week coaching program. And what they want is they want honesty. They want integrity. They want empathy and compassion. They want some people with some good communication skills. They want people that are so have some emotional intelligence and respectful and loving. Like these character traits, when you look into the next individual, whether it be you know the love that you're going to set in with yourself, I oftentimes ask my clients is, you know, you understand what you want. But how can you now become more of that so that you can attract a person that you're excited about? You know, like, how do you attract a good partner or good friends or uh, good people or a good job or uh, a good future in your life? Well, you do so by becoming what you what you want. That's how you really, once again, you step up your game, you you raise your own personal standards, you raise your own standards and and set new expectations for yourself. So I challenge you, can you become more honest? 
Can you become live with more integrity? Can you once again live with more empathy and compassion? Can you be more open in your communication skills? Can you develop some more emotional intelligence? And can you be more respectful and loving as an individual? Because in order to attract that partner, you need to become that partner. Number two, that's character traits. Number two is all about standards. We need to have standards, dang it. Like the reason why so many uh, cl- clients of mine come to me and, and they're so hurt is because they didn't have any standards. <sighs> standards are the, are the key to your success. The standards that you need to have in your life, I've identified, I think, five of them that I think that are probably going to help you and serve you. The first one is they got to have some dang emotional maturity. So you got to seek a partner who takes responsibility for their emotions and actions, handling conflicts with maturity. That's one thing I love about my wife out of the many things I love about her is that she has some emotional maturity. She is able to handle a, 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 a delicate conversation that could cause some people to react in a very uh, angry, hurt-filled way, but she can handle it and be like, okay with it and talk through it. Anytime we need to talk, we talk. It's a beautiful process. It's like we're growing closer each time we need to talk about something that's hard to talk about. So having some emotional maturity is which once again, it's just learning to seek it within yourself and seek within a partner, some emotional maturity. Number two, you have to have shared values inevitably. Here's what I know for sure. And unfortunately, whether, whether or not you want to believe me, it's okay. But like dealing with hundreds of couples, one thing that stops couples from actually working out is that they don't have shared values, especially in their their faith or religion. We have a lot of couples that I've that have come to me on a verge of divorce or um, thinking about divorce because once again they they don't share a lot of the same values. Once again, it's hard for for one person to be you know, and, and this is just what I've seen based upon um, the coaching program and the coaching individuals that I've uh, dealt with. And this is the thesis that I've basically concluded is that ultimately, if you don't have shared values, your relationship's not going to work out. Period. You got to look for someone who aligns with your core. Values values, beliefs, and life goals. That's going to be super important as you continue to move toward, you know, love everlasting. So shared values, you know, and like I said, one of the biggest breakdowns is what I saw was when, you know, one is religious, one is not, one is, you know, more faith driven, and one is more logical driven. Like these don't always align long term, short term, it's you can you can brush it away. Long term, it's not gonna it's, it's going to be very hard for you guys to work things out because you don't have the same values, beliefs, or life goals. Number three, this third standard is they got to have some commitment, meaning discipline in their life. Like you got to choose a partner who is committed to the relationship and willing to work through challenges. This is the problem. And, and, and when I sit down with my guy clients, like I'm trying to teach them how to become better leaders. Like that's, that's the goal here. Like when I sit down with you as a man to man, I'm having a conversation with you about how you can become a better leader, how you can lead your family to victory after a difficult time. When hits the fan, when, when we have difficult times in our household, we come together as a team and I show my wife a future, a future that we can be excited about. Yes, things are tough. Things can be stressful. Things can be difficult, but that's not going to stop us. That's not what's breaking us. Not today, not ever. So I'm going to make sure that I'm leading my family by casting a vision immediately soon as something breaks apart. I'm, I'm realigning our vision as a couple because our life goals, our values, and our beliefs are the same. So this is super important as an individual, and especially as a leader within my own home, not saying my wife isn't a leader because she is, but here's the fact of the matter. 
as her husband, I have to take responsibility for making sure that we are moving into the right direction in, in a good direction after something breaks. So making sure that I am showing value. So when you look for a partner, you got to look for things that show them that they're committed to something, meaning that they show discipline. You know, one of the easiest things to see if someone's disciplined is whether or not, for example, this is just a simple one. How, how does their, how does their health look? When you look at them, do they look stressed? Do they look, you know, unhealthy? Do they look like when, when people look unhealthy, you can see who's vibrant, right? I'm not saying weight wise, it has nothing to do with, but when they look healthy, right? Ultimately, you can say that they're disciplined because they're doing things that are looking like they are staying consistent with what it takes to stay healthy, which is a good sign. Because you were like, oh, they're, they're committed to their health. They look like they take care of themselves. And, um, you know, that shows that they are disciplined. Discipline is going to go a long way in a strong relationship. So think about that. And last but not least, in regards to the standards that I think people need to have is some growth-oriented standards. Like there's a value that I live by is every day I must grow. Every single day I must be growing myself. And so you have to find someone who is open to personal growth and self-improvement. If they're not willing to sit down, have a tough conversation with you, hold some emotional maturity in that conversation so that they're not getting so triggered when you tell them, hey, I think you're getting a little unhealthy or hey, I think that you're, you know, we, we could get some better communication so you're not so triggered. Hey, maybe we should try out therapy or hey, we, maybe we should get a coach. Maybe we should try to grow. Maybe we should read this book. They're not on the defensive. Listen, every conversation that I have with my wife is a conversation where I realize that we're on the same team working toward the same thing. There's never a time that I, and I sometimes have to make that clear. It's like, hey, I'm thinking of us. I'm not thinking of me. I'm thinking of you and I together. And this is super important. I think each relationship at times, we go into war with one another. We're trying to be the winner. We're trying to be the right one. That's never going to work out. What's going to work out for you is this idea of where you guys come together as a unit, as a family unit, right? A unit where you can begin to learn how to work together as a team. And that's what you always have to keep in mind to keep a healthy relationship going is that you and and them are a team. Every conversation has to end with you guys on the same page, meaning like I'm here for you. I hear you. I understand you. I respect you. And I love you. And I'm going to support you. I'm committed to you. And I am here to just understand you. Like we got to be on the same team. So those are some standards. Once again, the standards are some, they have to have some emotional maturity. They have to have, you got to share some values. Like for example, if you sit down with them and their values or their beliefs are not lining up, I would run away. I would not enter that relationship. You can be good friends with them, but you cannot enter that relationship. Another thing is you got to find ways in which they show that you're, they're, they're strong with their commitment level or their, their self-discipline and they got to be supportive and they got to be growth oriented. And those are the, those are the standards that I think a healthy relationship can have. I also think these are the values that a healthy relationship has. Trust is the first thing. Trust is the foundation of any strong relationship. Many times when people end up uh, being coached by me, it's because trust has been broken period. It all stems from trust. Soon as you break the trust, it's like, how do I gain their trust back? Or how do I make sure that I can trust them again? Like they're, they want me there. They want me to trust them. I just can't seem to trust them. As soon as trust gets broken, it becomes a challenge. And it's a, it's, it's a, it's a matter of time before you two technically separate unless you can to learn how to push past that because there is a way, but making sure that one of their values that they live by is I, I'm a trustworthy individual. Number two is communication. Once again, values communication. They value some honest and open communication. It's communication is the key to understanding and connecting with others, meaning that they're not trying to give you the silent treatment. 
Like your your person should not be trying to give you the silent treatment treatment in order for them to um, navigate the conversation that needs to be held. They say that uh, you know that uh, when when you're when you're silent, that speaks volumes. It really does. But ultimately, you it's better to speak up than to say nothing at all. We all know that as as individuals. Uh, so ultimately, having some trust, good communication, respect, and equality. We can talk about equality because it's important in this day and age, um, as we understand within the media. But ultimately, seeking a partner who believes in the practices, equality in the relationship, meaning that you are equally yoked that you are not two uh, individuals trying to pull away from each other, but trying to get to the same destination. And as a leader, whomever you are, I don't care if you're male, female, you know, female, or if you're, you know, whatever you, you identify as, like you need to be a good leader. You need to make sure that you're leading your individual, your family into a specific, like give them a future. Like a lot of families don't have like, Hey, this is what we plan on doing with our future. This is what we plan on, um, valuing. These are our standards. These are our values. This is what we live by. This is our family creed. Do you understand that y'all are probably saying that, um, you know, you don't own a company, but realistically you do, you're the CEO of your last name. And that, that has a lot of power to it. I'm the CEO of our last name and I'm also the CEO of our family. Right. And what that means is ultimately I have a lot of, I have a lot of responsibility to make sure that we're leading our family to victory in all areas of our lives. And so making sure that the values that I think a good partner is going to have in your up and coming relationship or what you guys need to work on currently, depending on where you're at, if you're in with someone is they have to be trustworthy. They have to be good communicators, respect and having some equal equality. And, and last but not least, these are some, these are four truths that I believe that your partner or future partner needs to live by in order to express uh, and have a good relationship with one another. Number one, you have to be authentic authentically yourself, be true to yourself and seek a partner who embraces their true self without trying to, this is like unconditional love. Authenticity is like accepting someone, allowing them to show up and be who they are and accepting them unconditionally without trying to change them. Right. It's like uh, your ability to be able to be like, I love you for who you are. And I'm not going to try to change that, but I'll just meet you where you're at. Okay. So your future partner should be very authentic. Like it doesn't matter. Once again, the, the gender roles, it doesn't matter. You need to be authentic. Number two, you got to have, they, 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 their second truth is they've got to be accepting, embracing each other's flaws and imperfections. Like, holy crap, you wouldn't believe how many relationships end because they can't accept this one thing about their partner. It's like, because they never put the toilet seat down is a problem because they never X, Y, or Z. They, they never call me and I always have to call them first or they never text me in the morning or I have to text them first. Or there's a hundred different things that they're not accepting about that person. And they're like, yeah, but they're my person. I'm like, no, they're not your person. You haven't embraced their, to, your ability to accept them. Another truth that this individual should live by is the true, the truth of love. Uh, you know, I have one tattoo on my body and it's a tattoo that says love is everything. And I believe that love is a choice and you, you need to, in your partner, you need to choose love. You need to choose kindness. You need to choose empathy in all interactions. You've got to be equally yoked and you've got to learn to be open to love. And if you're struggling to open your heart, that's a conversation that you can have with your partner. You should be able to have with your partner. And last but not least, the truth that they live by is a healthy life is a happy life. You know, prior, prioritizing your emotional and physical well-being um, and find a partner who does the same is going to help you to live in harmony with that partner. Because once you step in a long-term relationship where you really want to invest your time with someone, I believe that, you know, one thing that you really want for them is their health like health over everything. 
You can't create good good love. You can't create good um, wealth. You can't cre- create a good future if you don't have your health, your emotional or mental or physical health. And so you guys need to align with that. And these, these are the things that I think it's going to take for us to begin to attract and raise our standards, to attract and, and to develop a greater sense of self-love. Now, I pointed a lot of these at who, who they need to be for you, but I'm also asking you to step up and be that for them as well. So I'm going to go through this one more time because I know I covered a lot. So those of you that are just joining, wonderful. Welcome to the Instagram Live, um, as well as uh, the Happy Heart Academy podcast. But ultimately... The first thing that you need to look for in a, a care, you know, in, in a in a future partner is that you've got to be, you know, their character traits is important. Their character traits, their standards, their values, and their truths that they live by. So when I think about trying to help people find new love or create new love within themselves, this is how you do it. You've got to become a person who's honest and has integrity. You've got to be empathetic and also compassionate. You've got to have good communication skills, some emotional intelligence, respectful, and you've got to be empowering. The standards in regards to what this person should live by, some of the standards, they're going to have some emotional maturity. They're going to have shared values. They're going to be committed. They're going to be supportive and they're going to be growth oriented. That's the standards that this next person or yourself need to actually live by. Another thing is their values. What values should this person have? Well, they should be trustworthy. They should be open to communication like I've talked about a hundred times over and over again. They should be respectful and there should be equally yoked or there should be equality in the relationship. That's what they value is trust, communication, respect, love, and equality. And number four, a truth that they should live by. Four truths is they want to be authentically who they are without suppressing who they are to please you. They should begin to practice acceptance. They always want to accept and embrace the person for the flaws or the imperfections that they see in that person. You know, and another one is love, making sure you're choosing to be loving as much as you can. And number four is emotional and physical health. Those are the four truths I believe that people need to learn to live by. And so ultimately, as you know, a life and relationship coach, I believe that Um, raising your standards and identifying the type of people that you want to attract into your life um, is a key way to building happy and fulfilling relationships. Uh, So once again, just just I encourage you to take some time to do some self-reflection, some effective communication and understanding that, you know, it's okay to have high standards when seeking a partner or seeking yourself, you know, who truly aligns with your goals, your values, your beliefs and where you're headed. And I know it's tough. I know I gave you a lot, but ultimately what I really want to help you do is you need to, if if you're struggling in your relationships, if you're struggling in your homes, if you're struggling in yourself, it's because you, you don't know what it means to be a good leader. You don't know who you want to become and you don't know the leadership skills that you need to develop in order to lead your family or yourself um, out of the chaos, which is okay. Most of us have never been taught these skills, but that's what the Happy Heart Academy is about. It's about helping you to become stronger leaders and better lovers. It's about helping you to raise your standards so you're not wasting wasting your time on the wrong people. The Happy Heart Academy is my podcast that I started well over a year ago that has over 18.4 thousand people um, listening to it on a monthly basis. And it's a beautiful community. And I recommend that you check out the Happy Heart Academy podcast for those of you that are listening on Instagram Live or wherever you're currently listening to whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. But ultimately, the Happy Heart Academy is a place where you're going to learn how to earn your happiness, earn your respect toward yourself and towards others so that you can actually live a more fulfilled life and experience more happiness in your relationships. My friends, I'm grateful that you're here. You've jumped 
jumped in, you spent some time with me today. I'm hoping that the, you found some value as we talked about a lot of things. And one of the most important things is the transition about how um, I'm, I'm stepping away from a little bit of the heartbreak space, which we're going to be still helping you get through that a lot. I have courses on that. I have um, uh, free trainings on that. I have books on that. How do you overcome heartbreak and create happiness? So that material is still going to be around. I'm just not pressing it. What I am pressing now is how you. I'm going to help you to become a better leader for yourself and a better lover for yourself and for others. And then I'm going to help you to raise your standards so that you can actually attract a better quality life partner into your life. Because I believe that that's your key to happiness. Your key to happiness is not a new car. It's not a new house. It's not a new puppy. It's not a new baby. It's better quality relationships. And that's the key. So if you're struggling to overcome or let go from, you know, your past trauma, if you're struggling to let go or overcome a past heartbreaker, if you're struggling just to let go, because you don't know how to let go and you know you need to let go of something, be sure to check out my free training. That training is found in my bio. If you're on Instagram or if you're listening to this uh, uh, recording on the podcasting app, it will be in the show notes below. But be sure to check it out because it's a training on teaching you how you can move on and let go from your past hurt. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.